0: Welcome to Super Entrepreneur's Podcast. Today we have Jeremy Todd. Thank you and welcome to the show, Jeremy. Thank
1: you, my friend. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited for the opportunity. I'm fired up. All
0: right, let's get after it, brother. Oh, I love it. I love it. It's nice to meet you and I'll allow you to kind of introduce yourself. Tell us what you do.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, You you know, I'm I'm from Indiana, Fort Wayne, Indiana. I'm, I'm Northern Indiana. Um, I am a podcast host. I got a podcast called uh, the positive side and where we, where we talk about everything We talk about the positive side of life health business family motivation things like that but you know years and years and years ago I was in the car business and Hey, man, you know the car business is a tough business and uh, there's a lot of long hours a lot of stressful things and But one of the things I enjoyed most about the car business was the meetings And the sales meetings and the opportunity to motivate people and when I left the car business for the first time a few years ago, I, uh, I said, you know what? I enjoyed that so much. How else can I get this message out? So I started podcasting and, uh, you know, I've been very, very fortunate. The podcast has taken off. Of, I think we're in 198 different countries around the world and, uh, you know, continue to get better. So I'm working with uh, individuals to get uh, motivated, to get them pumped up, to get them jacked up, to get unstuck in life. Because, you know, with the craziness going on around here, around the world now, um you know, and I don't need to go over all the things that are crazy. Um I think there's uh, one of the things that I think is unique about what I do for my show, and my and my guests, is I just talked about vulnerabilities and the opportunity to to be great. I always say at every show you have greatness within. And I, I truly believe that. But sometimes when the times are the toughest, times are the darkest, it's hardest to see that. And by sharing stories, the things that I struggle with, the things that I'm working on, funny, goofy stories. It's it definitely makes a big difference, and you know, and, and I'm very fortunate to to have the opportunity to speak to the, all the people that I do. But most importantly, it's just changing lives, man. I mean, that's why we're all here. You know, it's uh, you know that old saying is the two most important days of your life: the day you're born and the day you find out why. And I truly believe the day I found out why was when I started motivating people and helping people. And um, I love it, man. I love it. And I, like I said, I love you having me on the show to spread spread the message as well.
0: Yeah, of course. I'm a big believer in that and mindset and. The more you give out, the more you receive. And what, the, what you do and these kind of things are so important. And, you know, not to mention what's going on today, but it's reality, right? It's the conditions yeah. that we're in. We can't control them. But by having people like you, you know, we, we're, it's necessary to kind of be uplifted in some way and have some kind of support to not get caught up in all this. Yeah. I uh, appreciate what you do. Well,
1: yeah, you know, it's funny, you mentioned the word control. And I think sometimes that's the scariest thing for people is that when you have the situation we're in now, when we're either quarantined quarantine or stuck and we got to wear a mask everywhere we go, we almost feel like we lose that uh, or we feel like we're getting controlled. And, you know, sometimes it's the best thing that, that I always tell people to do is sometimes you got to take your hands off the steering wheel and just let it go. We can mm-hmm. be our own worst critics. Um, and, and one of the most important things you have to do is to get become comfortable being uncomfortable. Uh, by being vulnerable, being by saying, hey, this is what I'm struggling with. This is how I feel alone. This is what I'm struggling with in my business or my life. But being when you're controlled and you're confined, it almost feels like you're constricted and you don't want to say nothing. You don't want to speak up. You don't want to get your message out. And that's debilitating for so many reasons, not just for you as an individual, but for all the people that look up to you and all the people that are around you in your circle. And I think that's one of the things that I I try and encourage people. If you're not going to do it for yourself, do it for the people around you. Uh, you know, I've got three little kids. I've got a, a 13-year-old, uh, I got remember how old they are, <laughs> 13-year-old, uh, almost 11-year-old and um, a nine-year-old. And, and you know, when I'm struggling, when I'm thinking about, you know, not following through with my stuff or I just want to take a day off, I, I keep reminding myself, you know, I got these three little people that are just, they're staring at me. They're watching every move. And if I act in fear, what kind of example does that set for my kids? But not just for my kids, which is obviously the most important um, but for my friends, but for my family, for the people that I don't even know are watching. Um, that's why I think we need to sometimes understand that we, we need to check our ego at the door. Sometimes what we're doing and what the mission we're on is not about us. It's about the example we're setting for other people and, and getting them unstuck. And if we can be that beacon of light, especially in the times when it's the darkest, man, that's what we, we owe it to ourselves, we owe it to our family, we owe it to our friends, we owe it to everybody. And, uh, but I get it. I get it. It's, it's tough. There's no question about it, but, um, you know, daily motivation, inspiration, watching podcasts like yours and, and mine and, and YouTube and all the different things that are out there. We've just got to get unstuck in our own head and get our messages out there.
0: And, you know, getting unstuck sometimes is easier said than, than done. Um, you know, by watching videos and, and all that, yes, it's supportive, but what really is effective is when you're actually guided by some kind of someone's looking at you as an accountability partner and making exactly. you do certain things on a daily basis. That makes the real difference, you know. The YouTube videos that uh, you just take it in, and it takes repetition to really understand something. You got to watch like a, a video, maybe maybe a hundred times, fifty times, sure. twenty times, depending on the intellect. But still, you need more repetition to kind of absorb uh, information.
1: Right? Absolutely, you know. It um, I think it was uh, Zig Ziglar said it best. Is uh. You know, uh, motivations like bathing, if you don't do it every day, you start to stink. And it, it is important to do that. How, however, one of the other important things about that is you hit the nail right on the head is, is, is accountability. I've told people from day one, one of the most important things you can do in your entire life is hire a coach. Um, whether it's you, whether it's me, whether it's anybody, I don't care who it is. And, and I encourage everybody, I'm not right for everybody. You're not right for everybody. It doesn't matter. But you have to hire a coach. Because that accountability, you know, I've got friends and and family that we help hold each other accountable. But when you put money out there and you put your money where your mouth is, all of a sudden that accountability has a different little angle to it. It means more. You don't want to waste your money. And you've got someone that you paid somebody that is their job to hold you accountable. That was one of the biggest game changers that I've made in my entire life. I've hired multiple, multiple coaches. I've got a coach right now I'm working with, uh, helping me write a book. And without him, it'd be the same old story. I'll never forget this. A quick story. I much much to my coach, Jesse Cole. He told me, uh, I, I called him up about that, and I've been talking about writing a book for years. I mean, if you go back to the podcast episodes, it's hilarious. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a book. And then I make fun of myself because I've, I've never written a book. But I, I, I decided one day, I said, you know what? I'm going to hire a coach for the accountability. I called my buddy, Jesse Cole, and I've known Jesse for years and years and years. And I said, Jesse, hey man, I'm going to write a book. How much is it? And I don't, you know, whatever the dollar amount was. And I said, you know what? Perfect. My credit card is in the car. I'll call you tomorrow and we're gonna get this thing going. He's like, Well, what are you doing? You're calling me tomorrow. What are you talking about? Go down right now and get it. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, that's a good point. You know, so I, I I walk I walk my butt down while he's on the phone with me, grab my phone. But that was the that was the difference between me, you know, tomorrow turning then the next week, next week turning the next month, the next month, turning the never versus having someone hold you accountable at that exact point when I needed it the most. And now we're just about done with the book. I'm working on the, you know, this funny stuff, the introduction and um the, uh, I don't know what the other stuff is, but I don't, but that's not what I do. You know, I I need the accountability. So, but that story just tells you when you hire somebody and put your money where your mouth is, that's how you get your business. That's how you get your life to the next level. Instead of just, you know, having your brother hold you accountable, you know, it's, they don't, they won't call you out to put your feet on the, you know, put your feet in the fire. And that's what you need. You need to hire a coach, have someone that's going to hold you accountable and then you know, obviously, as a coach, you want to make sure you have actionable items that someone's going to hold you accountable to though well to actually get to the next level. That's what's—I mean—that's changed my life. I—I I think I hired my first coach. You know, I'm 42, and I hired my first coach at 38, and uh, the trajectory of my life and my business is just tenfold. I look back, and, and you know, I think to myself, "Man, I wish I would have done it at 22, you know, and let alone 42." But it's never too late. Whether you're 22, 32, 42, 82, it doesn't really matter. Um, you know, we're on this life for a certain on the world for, on this planet for a certain amount of time, and uh, if you've ever wanted to do those things, man, it is the time to do it. Um, you know, no better time. You know, the, the, there's another great story. That when are you? Uh, when's the best time to, to plant a tree? And the you know the answer is now and 30 years ago. So it doesn't really matter when you plant that tree, but you got to get you got to do something, and you got to have someone hold you accountable. So um, that's what I do, and I recommend everybody else do the same
0: thing and you know that's a good point because when you know when you mentioned that when you're younger you wish you you know done it earlier same here like for me i don't want to i don't want to regret my past but when i was younger and all the failures i went through if i had a coach if i had a mentor if i had someone holding me accountable like it would change everything about what i have today you know it would have because you want to pay someone that's already been there you want to pay someone you want to hire someone that's already experience it and you need that person beside you just like sports you know all the sports stars they need coaches they couldn't just do it on their own you can't you won't be motivated it just doesn't work um so these this kind of stuff is very important uh you mentioned uh what did you mention about the, the car sales do you miss it i'm just curious like do you I, miss still do it. I still
1: do it i still do it i i'm one of the busiest people around i still do car sales and i love it and it, it's it's i'm never going to get out of that business just because it's, it means so much to me and i've done it for so so long um I do a lot of speaking I do a lot of coaching so you know my schedule is completely full and I think maybe hey the next 3 4 years I may eventually get out of the car sales but I'm in an opportunity that um you, know, you just can't pass those opportunities up so the combination of that with the podcast uh, my life is busy it's fun it's exciting it's entertaining it's um you know it's awesome uh, you mentioned a minute ago about um uh, about vul- vulnerability as well and I think when you mentioned about hiring the right coach it is so important nowadays To weed through the fake coaches, there are so many people that say I've done this and I've done that, and they got a great, they got a beautiful website, they got a beautiful Instagram page, they got all this other stuff. But you hit the nail right on the head when you said that because vulnerability is your strength, and I am extremely vulnerable with all the things that I've been through my entire life. When I was a kid, you know, selling drugs, I was, uh, you know, I filed bankruptcy. I went through some horrible, horrible times, but that just goes to show that when you go through those tough times, it's not the end. But I also have gotten out of those tough times, you know, and I've been through that. I've, 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 I've struggled. And I think that's when you understand when people say, you know, I've got this coach that's making millions and millions of dollars. Well, did they ever struggle? Did they ever fight? It's hard for me to relate to people that haven't been through the same things that I've been through. And I get it. Hey, we're all, we're all in together. We're all in it to win it. And I don't, I don't disrespect anybody for what they do, but finding a coach that has been through tough times and know how to get out of it. And actually, I mean, real vulnerability. That is the most important thing you do. Find a coach, pay him, and that's been through some stuff. If you're going through some stuff, scrounge up that extra money to to hire a coach to hold you accountable, to get you out of it, because that's the fastest way uh, to get you from point A to point B. And then at the same time, a coach doesn't expect you to get you from point A to point Z. It's point A to point B. You know, you go one step at a time, get you in the right direction, but man, having a vulnerable coach, that has been through something, proven, been through something, is the most important thing you do when you hire a coach, for sure. And for you, for
0: you're, are which state? Are, where do you live? I'm in Indiana. Indiana. So is that you have always been there?
1: Your no, dad. no. It's funny. I, I've I've traveled all over the country. I lived in Chicago for, for about four or five years, and that's really when, when I was a kid. I was 21, 22 years old, partying like a rock star in Chicago, went completely broke. I'm like, you know what? I moved back home. I had to file bankruptcy. Got into the car business um, and I was very successful in the car business. And uh, I've traveled the country with the car business. I went from here to Asheville, North Carolina. I lived there for a couple of years. I went from North Carolina to um, Northern California, lived in the Sacramento area. I went from Sacramento back to North Carolina for another opportunity. And then the opportunity was, I was called here. Um, And I'm friends with the one, you know, with the owner. And they just said, Hey, we need you back here for a little bit. So I said, Hey, you know, let's do it. So I'm back here in Indiana. Uh, But you know, I, I, again, it's, it's, I talked about this the other day on, I don't know if it was on my show or someone else's show, but about getting out of that comfort zone again and meeting new people. There are people that I work with. There are people that have been in the exact same spot their entire lives. And all they know are the people in their circle. You know, it's the old Jim Rohn. You're the average of the five people you hang out with. If you're in the same circle for the last 30 years, you are the average people of that circle. By moving around and getting out of that comfort zone and traveling and and doing things like this, starting the podcast, meeting new people, you 10x your life, you 10x by the opportunities, by the knowledge, by the, the friendships. I mean, some of my best friends now live all across the country. And I've gained so much perspective by just getting out of that comfort zone. So if you're watching this podcast, and you're thinking to myself, hey, what do I need to do? How do I, how do I get unstuck in life? Well, the first thing you can do is just really reach out to people like you, reach out yeah. to, to people like me. There's getting different groups, uh, start a, a social media page, start a YouTube channel, do something um, to get out of that funk because, uh, man, life goes by so fast. I, I went to the chiropractor this morning, and this is so small that I was there three weeks ago, and it seems like that. I mean, I was I felt like I was there yesterday, and it was three weeks ago. And it blows me away how fast this life is going. But, man, it also scares you. You know, one, one month is – I mean, it's, it's almost winter here in Indiana. We're going to get snow probably in two months, and uh, just another year down. And uh, it just scares the hell out of me to think that – you know, who knows when our time comes, but if I'm laying on my deathbed and I look back to and think to myself, man, I wish I would have, that's a horrible way to live, to end your life. Not to go on a complete tangent, but I watched a video this morning of David Goggins. I'm not sure if you know, do you know who David Goggins is?
0: No.
1: David Goggins is a, an absolute beast. He's got a, he's got a book called Can't Hurt Me and he's got a big social media following. And he talked about, he went to the, he went to the bathroom to brush his teeth and his wife threw away the toothpaste. And he said, honey, where you where, said, where's the toothpaste? Well, I threw it away. He pulls out the toothpaste and then he flattens it completely out and gets every single last bit of toothpaste. like, I got a week left of toothpaste still here. And he used that analogy for your life. You don't want to be at the end of your life where you still have all this life to live and, and it's too late. It's basically telling you that you've got to squeeze every single little bit of that toothpaste out of your body, out of your out of that little tube out of your life. Because when it's over, it's over. There's no turning back. And I don't want to die with anything left in the bottle, for sure.
0: Yeah, that's so true. There's such amazing points that you just made that that unconsciously, you know, we think about, right? Uh, but we don't actually focus to kind of pay our attention to this timing thing. Yeah. Because it is it is going by so quick. I, I mention all the time that, you know, months are weeks now. Weeks are days, right? So yeah. it's just the the, the being busy and, and, and knowing the fact that yes, time is going to go by. So if you're trying to get unstuck and you're trying to do something, do it ASAP, right? You don't want to waste any time. You,
1: you know, it's funny, I, I, listened, I worked for a company called Southwestern Consulting. I was a sales and leadership coach and the, and the president of the company, his name is Dustin Hillis. He's awesome, he's a great guy. Dustin talked about this simple concept about, um, you know being busy versus being productive. You know, and, and I use that word busy and I always catch myself Uh, people say, well, how was your day? Well, I was busy. That is such a a general reflex. Really, all that is, is, it's just a a normal day. My days are always busy, but when I use the connotation of busy, it makes me feel like I'm getting something done. But a lot of times, I may just be busy, but I'm not being productive. That's one thing I really catch myself, and that's another concept that you can help to get yourself to the next level, being productive versus being busy. Get that Mm -hmm. notion out of your head, well, hey, I'm really, really busy. Okay, well, are you busy, but are you being productive? Two gigantic differences, because you can do busy work all day long. We've all done it. We've all had that one day I was busier than hell all day, but I don't know what the heck I did. You know, the day's over, and I, I don't remember anything I accomplished. We have those days, um, but that's the big difference between being busy and being productive. So what he always said, he was, he, you know, said, "Jeremy, it's just a normal day, just a normal day." And, and the more I think about that, I'm like, yeah, I mean, you know, that that's my life. That is just a normal day. I got a lot of stuff going on, but I don't focus on the busyness. I focus on the production and trying to get things done.
0: Yeah, it's just so true. It's the productivity that you have to focus on, right? Yeah. Another point is that the actual, you know, as we get older, we start knowing a lot more. Um, and we tend to actually do less, like we're productive less, right? Yeah. So, because we have so much knowledge, you know, as we, as we learn, as we progress, but the actual productivity is not there to match that knowledge. Um, but yeah, if you pay attention to product productivity, it's a huge difference. You mentioned the auto sale. I have another thing in common with you that I'm also licensed as a, as a, as a sales uh, agent as well for auto sales. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's something in common. It's funny that you said that, but because we were uh, launching an um, uh, automotive site, it's called MyGoTo.io. So I had to kind of get licensed to kind of launch it at a, at a dealership, and then COVID happened. So we're kind of getting oh, back sure. into the Yeah.
1: Hey, if I can be any help with that, let me know. I've done a little bit of everything in the car business. I've been doing it for 18 years, 15 years, something like that. So I know the ins and outs pretty, pretty well. So if you need any help with that, you know, heck, I'm in. I'm in to help. You know, the thing I really want to talk about too, while I'm thinking about this, while you were talking, is that one of the best things I've learned in sales and uh, and, and, and again, really in life is, you know, it's hard, but I I don't focus on the results ever. And and I know most businesses are very result driven. If you, if you focus on the results only, you're going to fail. What you need to do is focus on the activity. And this goes back to being in production. If I can focus on my activity, if I give 100% every single day on my activity, on my, on, on my task that I have to get done, the results always take care of themselves. But it's the old analogy, or is it analysis or paralysis by analysis? When you focus only on that goal, only on the end target, you're never going to find your way there. I mean, you're, you're going to go left, right. The map's going to be all over the map and all you're going to do is constantly thinking it's never going to be attainable if you only focus on the result. And it's an easy way to beat yourself up too. Hey, why, why am I not getting the results? I want this. I want that. You don't focus on the results. You focus on the activity and the activity. If you have the activity is there, the results will always happen. 100% of the time they always happen. I know it's easier said than done. Well, Jeremy, I need to get, I need to make some sales. I need to make money. I need to do this. You get in your head and then, you know, again, it's, paralysis by analysis, by focus on the activity, the small things that you wake up, the way, the way you wake up in the morning to the way you go to the bed at night. What are the small things that you do? What are the process? Do you wake up and just roll out and go to work? Or do you wake up and listen to a, a motivational podcast? Do you, do you write in your book? Do you set a checklist for the things you want to get done? Uh, the bookends of your day, the way you start and the way you finish are the two most important parts of the entire day. Because if you don't start it with a plan, you're never going to get started on the right foot, or you won't get started until later in the day where you're already half wasted half the day. You start early. You have a plan. And then at the same time, at the end of the day, what did I accomplish? What didn't I get done? Make that list. That way you're ready for the next day. Meditation's important. Good night sleep's important. Healthy eating. There's so many things that go into being successful. You know, another great quote, well, I'm just throwing quotes left and right today, but one of the great quotes I love is, comparison's the thief of joy. When you compare yourself to others, man, they're crushing it. They're doing this. They're doing that. You take away the ability of the process, the ability to becoming better, to becoming who you truly are. Because when you compare yourself to someone else, that's not your journey. Your journey is completely different than theirs. When you focus on the activity, the way you start the day, the way you end your day, and the way you take care of your body and, the, and your mental health, that makes the biggest difference. And you, that way you don't have to compare yourself to anybody. You feel better about the process. You feel better physically, mentally, and then you focus on the activities. You want to get to the next level, that's what you do. You, you focus on activities, your mental health, your physical health, and the way you start
0: and end your day. And you meant that's a good point about when you're comparing yourself to others. What I always say is that you're basically transferring your energy to that person because you want to feel you want to feel that person. You work on yourself, right? You don't, you don't have to compare. That person might have his own um, way of being, but you just focus on your own abilities and your own activities.
1: Yeah, it takes away from your own greatness. And um, it takes away your ability to be unique. Your, your creativity is huge. And, and when you start doing that, you, you lose that creativity. Uh, I'm, I'm a big believer in meditation as well. I think meditation is extremely important to be allowing it within your own head to, to allow the answers to come to you. I think that's um, one of the biggest downfalls for society in general is it's a, it's a kiss of death. It's, it's social media in general, but I think social media can be great and there's a place for it. But one of the, the downfalls of what it does is it gives us answers that may not be the answers that we're looking for. And what I mean by that is when you don't have your own unique thought, when you're saying, hey, I want to be like this person, or it's, whether it's politically or whether it's this or that or anything, most of the time, or I would say probably 100% of the time, we already have the answers that we know within ourselves. Yeah. But we don't give our, chance and, uh, our ourselves a chance to work our way through it and think about it the more quiet time we have in this world that is just go, 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 fast, 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 fast social media, text messaging, emails, all this stuff, we don't give our chance ourselves, ourselves a chance to think about it and work our way through it because typically we have the answers within us and they're the best possible answers. But when we're busy and we're watching this clip or that clip, oh, that makes sense. That's not our natural thought. That's someone else's thought that we're trying to implement into our lives because we have taken the chance to allow us, our brain to think about it that to me is way more important than than watching you know and again uh, social media is programmed that way if you start liking certain things i'm watching this, this documentary on netflix i forget what it's called but it's about google and facebook and all these other social medias when you start liking certain posts yeah you know, all, all these things start going in a line to only have you see that one direction when you don't go down that road and you allow yourself to think about it you already have the answers within and all you got to do is give your chance, is give yourself a chance to step within your greatness and understand that your message is unique. You have the skills, you have the opportunities, but you've got to give yourself a chance. Allow the greatness to come within you, and don't look at anybody else for the answers.
0: And on top of that, like calmness produces creativity. So when you're when you're calm, that's where you're the most creative. Yeah, there's no question about it. Like sometimes I'll just.
1: I mean, little stuff. Uh, and, 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 you know, you're, it's funny, you, you know, when you need to be calm, uh, but sometimes we fight that. Sometimes I'll ride to work with, with nothing on, no, no music, no podcasting, no nothing. Just sit within myself, breathing. I'm, re- I'm reading a book or listening to a book called breath. And it talks about the power of breathing through your nose and, and the ability to calm yourself. And, uh, but all these things go into it. Being successful is easy. It's not simple. We already know all the answers, but we actually have to do it. And, um, with all the outside pressures and and all the things that we get pushed in different directions that may not be the rest, the best thing for us. That's when things get really, really difficult. And that's when you go back to being calm or or meditation and just allowing your, or praying or to go to the gym or going for a walk, whatever your definition of meditation is, we need more time with ourselves and not with our phones and our social media and our tablets and all that other stuff.
0: Um, One question we always like to ask because the show is super entrepreneurs podcast. What is your superpower that you feel from within that has brought you to this point?
1: You know, I saw that question, and I'm glad you asked it because I forgot you were going to ask that, but it's 100% is my vulnerability. My vulnerability is 100% my strength. I have checked my ego at the door more than one time, and I catch myself um, saying, this is what I'm not good at. This is where I struggle at. I need help. The powerful words, I need your help, are the most powerful things – That's probably my go-to line is I need your help. And I use that for me all the time selfishly because I I need people's help. I can't do this all alone. There are so many smart people, way smarter than me, and so many caring people out there that all you have to do is lower your vulnerability, check the ego at the door, and say, you know what, I'm just not good at this. Can you help? I use that all the time in sales as well. When you tell somebody, a, a customer or a coworker or somebody like that, I need your help, how can I help? 99% of the people are going to say, yes, I want to help you. But you've got to be vulnerable enough and understanding that, you know, check that ego. I'm not the smartest guy. I'm not the baddest guy. I'm not the coolest guy around. But when I began to do that, it's completely changed my life. Completely changed my life. Um, when you're The other th- cool thing about being extremely vulnerable with yourself and with others is when you are vulnerable with others, it is the most shocking thing and, and, and beautiful thing that all of a sudden the conversation you're having changes back to the person you're talking to and they're vulnerable as well. We don't have an opportunity in society to be vulnerable with each other. And when you're extremely vulnerable with somebody and saying, I need your help with this, the conversations take a whole nother level. You get way more accomplished. They have more meaning to them. Uh, More doors open up, more opportunities are there because people want to help you by being vulnerable. They're more open-minded to you. They'll tell you their vulnerabilities and and you grow as a team and you become more accountable. But by far, my superpower 100% is my vulnerability to my life personally, my life successfully. Everything I do, I am one of the most vulnerable and authentic people you're ever going to meet. Very important
0: for success as well.
1: Very important. And, um, you know, again, it's hard to be vulnerable sometimes because you see these people that are uber successful. And even with them, you know, I've got friends and are super, super, super successful and I'm vulnerable with them. And that's what our, has made our friendship so great because they can be vulnerable with me as well. I don't, it goes back to that comparisons, the thief of joy. I'm not comparing myself to anybody. I'm comparing with myself, with myself from yesterday. You know, have I, have I gotten better? Am I getting better in this area? Am I, you know, what, what downfalls in my life do I need to work on? You know, I work on, um, you know, I have a problem with, with drinking a lot of the times, not that I'm drinking a bottle of vodka every night, but I'm pouring poison into my body. And I, I struggle with that from time to time, but that's a vulnerability of mine. Of mine. And I've created a support group around that, that uh, people understand that. And um, I just think it's so important in the day that in day and time that there's so much fake shit out there that being vulnerable, being real with who you are as a person will 10 X your life. You will get through all the struggles a lot faster but you've got to own them. You've got to own your. You've got to own your vulnerabilities. You gotta. You gotta put yourself out there, and it's very, very hard in a in a world that we live in now. But that's my superpower for sure.
0: Yeah, that's that's so true. And you mentioned drinking. Like I quit. I quit drinking and smoking. Um, so it was. It's. Uh, you know. It's. It's all. It all comes from mindset. You know. But um, we wish yeah. you best with that. But anything else that you can. You know. Um, recommend to the audience or any kind of suggestion advice you would like to give before we you know say bye
1: yeah you know this is something small that i've been really thinking about lately that um i think this is a topic about absolutely nothing but um it's uh i enjoy audiobooks a lot and i i've you know i've turned my car into a classroom i don't i there's no radio stations programmed in my car I, i haven't had one programmed in my car for years and years and years and years and years so i always turn my car into a classroom and what I also have learned with myself is that because I love the self-development, I love Tony Robbins, I love Gary Vee, I love David God. I mean, I love all these people that are just mind-blowing, and they've made a huge impact in my lives. But I've also learned that you need a break from that too. You need to give yourself breaks. I just finished a book called Empire of the Summer Moon about the Comanche Indians in the southeast United or southwest United States, which blew my mind, and it was just what I needed. I love that book. Now I'm reading A Breath. Um, but I always turn my car into a classroom I always listen to different types of podcasts different not just business not just motivation because after a while man hey enough is enough you know it, you, you need to give yourself a break and uh, you need to take time off you need to enjoy time with your family this hustle and ground grind lifestyle is not me it is not for me um, when I work I work you know when I work i clock in i clock out I am working when I'm working i don't half ass when I'm there. I'm there to do a job. I'm, I'm here to, to coach my clients. I'm here to do podcasts. I'm here to do car stuff. When I work, I work, but when I'm off, I'm off. I shut it down. I am 100% done with it because again, yes, life is a lot of fun about business, but if you don't give yourself a break to just change things up, you're going to get burnout and you're going to be wondering what what the hell happened. Where did my life go? And life's just way too important for that.
0: Excellent advice. Excellent advice. This has been great, Jeremy. You know, Doug, one of the reasons for starting a podcast is meeting people like you. You know, it makes a big difference. It brings more clarity in the way we think and, and the way that we might be trying to do something. It might put some, you know, shed some light on it, right? So we love the information you provided. It's obvious that you have, you know, I have a lot of experience from your the way that you're speaking about everything. So that's great. Uh, Yeah, and thank you so much for being on the show.
1: Thank you, my friend.